Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Well, hey there, friends. I am so excited about this episode. I guess I'm not excited. That's maybe... (laughs) I'm excited for you guys to hear this episode. Um, Real talk, though, I'm about to get so vulnerable with all y'all about what has been going on in my life and what lessons I have very recently learned and that have kind of rocked my shit in, in an okay way. So uh, stay tuned for that. But before we dive in, if you have not already heard, I have a huge announcement, you guys. And the whole lesson that I learned in this past month was what ignited this fire in me to help serve women in this way and men really in igniting their soul and activating part of their soul And what I mean by that is that so often, and we're going to talk about this in the episode, you guys, but so often we ignore the little hints. We ignore intuition. We shove it down because of fear. We shove it down because it's not possible. We shove it down because it's scary or we don't want to lose something. And what I have found is that when we do this, we never really fully feel free. It's really hard to live the life that you truly, truly desire at a core level, at a soul level, when you're listening to the voice inside of your head, the ego, rather than your soul. And so this course that I'm taking people through starting in November is a step-by-step eight-week process of how to really unveil your soul's desires and get back in touch with that and release the fears. And my intention with this is that everyone who comes into this course will leave with a better understanding of themselves, the direction they need to take, confidence in their path, and with setting some really strong boundaries with people in their life so that you can show up as the person you came here to be, which doesn't always mean fitting in, which doesn't always mean being liked by everyone, which doesn't always mean all these things, but we are the creators of our reality. And I want you to embrace the tactics and the techniques that I have used in my life to get in touch with my soul so that I can show up in a loving way around everyone as myself without caring what people think again. And when we show up in our authentic truth and when we show up as soul, we activate other people. And so another intention I've set with this course is that it's really going to create a ripple effect of souls activating souls. Because I know that if each of you who come into this course, 
activate your own soul that you will have a ripple effect in this world. And right now we need more light workers. We need more people stepping in. We need more people showing up in love without the fear, without the bullshit, without the ego. And so if you're feeling called to this, again, this is an eight week course. There's going to be a module dropped every week. There'll be meditations and spiritual practices and affirmations. You have the option to add on a one-on-one -on -one call with me for a freaking incredible value and really activate your soul. You guys, you will learn how I manifest like a boss. You will learn how I clear limitations or clear the fear. You will learn how I really tune in and listen to her and how this creates magic in my life, in my business, in my relationships, and how it really creates full personal magnetism. So if that feels like something you're feeling called to do, if you want to check it out, all of the details are in the show notes. You can always shoot me a, a DM on Instagram at shelby.set.free, which may be changing to some version of Shelby Rose soon. I'm going through a rebrand. Um, but that will all be in the, in the notes, and you can always just reach out to me if you have questions. All right. So I think that's all I got for you guys. Let's dive into this episode all about doing what feels good and stopping the stupid block. We, we ourselves create. I, I mentioned that I was going to get vulnerable with you guys. And I mentioned that some shit has gone down in my life in the past month that has really rocked my world, shaken my my understanding of who I am and lifted the veil onto another level of soul understanding. So I share this story because I want to prove a point of how sneaky our ego can really be. And what happened, you guys are going to get the real details right here, right now. I think this is the first place that I'm sharing this with anyone besides like my best friend and my mom. Um, so a month ago, no, a couple weeks ago, I'm not sure when, a couple of weeks ago, we'll go with that. I had this weird, like two day phase where I was like craving cocktails, which like, I have nothing wrong with drinking a cocktail once in a while, but it was like, a, I want one now and not like, a, oh yeah, sure. I'll have one, whatever. It was like, no, I want, I want a glass of wine. Like I need a glass of wine, which I don't crave unless I know something is out, I'm avoiding or I know something is out of alignment in my life. Right. So if it's a deep craving like that, I usually know it's coming from numbing out. I was also found myself, I shit you guys not, I watched 19 hours of TV over a 36 hour period, I'm pretty sure. Like stayed up until three o'clock in the morning watching uh, The Flash, which is good, but like I've been watching it recently. I'm like, I'm not as addicted as I was during this weekend. So I knew something was off. And I call with my coach and one of my exes keeps popping into my head, keeps popping into my head. And this is something that has like consistently happened over the past two years. And y'all know, and spoiler alert, I'm no longer dating the amazing man that I was. Y'all know that this breakup was like, I, it would literally like woke me up, shook my world, whatever. And I haven't been able to really pinpoint why he kept showing up in my life. And so I'm on this call with my coach and, 
you know, she's like some, for some reason, intuitively, she had me fill out this form of like everything in my life and like what I rated everything. And I had rated my relationship at a seven because it's amazing. Felt like something was still missing, but like really fucking good. And she's like, for some reason, intuitively, I was drawn to your relationship. Tell me more about that. And she's like, and then we like got into it. And I was like, honestly, like I love him so much and I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's something missing. And I was like, and then I told her about like how this ex kept popping into my head at random times. He popped into my head the last time I was dating someone after like a month of dating it. And I knew this relationship felt out of alignment. So I like ended it, kept moving on. And she's like, well, what part of you doesn't want to let go of him? And I was like, I mean, honest, or she's like, what'd she say? Okay. She's like, what part of you wants to hold on to him? And I was like, or no, 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 no. Let me think about this. She said, is there a part of you that wants or doesn't want to let him go? And I was like, yeah, all of me doesn't want to let him go because I have never felt that alive in my life. I've never felt that free. I've never felt like that deep of a connection to someone so instantaneously. And I don't know if I'm ready to let that go. And she's like, okay, so it gets to be that or something better. And she's like, so if you're not ready to let go of that, is this really the relationship that you want to be in? Or is this really the relationship that you're meant to be? And I was like, no, like without even thinking, I was so in the vortex with her. We were so sucked into the quantum that I didn't have this ego. It was just like clear, like, no, this isn't the relationship for me. And then I was like, and I, I kept getting this like, and I didn't even realize it. You guys, this is how crazy ego is. I didn't even realize it at the time, but when, him and I started dating, I kept getting this message of like, he's not yours to keep. He's not yours to keep. He's not yours to keep. And it was like this little voice inside of my head. And I shoved it down. And I was like, Nope, like this is great. He's amazing. He treats me like a queen. I love him. And I still love this man. Like he's an incredible human being. And sometimes what's really, really amazing isn't right. And that is the conclusion I had to come to is like, there are things our souls desire. There are things we crave. There are things we want out of this life. And it, it isn't always fun to let go of what we have. Sometimes what we have is really good, but it's not right for us. And so when my soul had this message for me and when I finally revealed it, it was like, there was this little quiet voice inside my head that had kept saying like, he's not right for you. He's not the one to keep. you're not meant to keep him. This is not the one. It was a very quiet voice, but my ego said, no, this is the person. He's mine. This is like, I have to keep him. I'm never going to find anything better. There's never, you know, like all of this ego shit was happening. And so as we dove in and we uncovered this and we unveiled it, the deeper underlying thing that was going on for me, and this is another level of like, work we get to do and we have coaches and we have mentors who can pull this shit out of us because you guys I would not have done this on my own I (laughs) I didn't even okay again I did not realize this this was going on but there was a part of me and this is this I think I've joked on this podcast before that my uh my struggles are money and men and I promise you guys this is not a, a dating episode but this story is just so apparent of how our beliefs can bleed into everything. So underneath all of this, there was this belief of, I'm going to have something really amazing and then I'm going to lose it. 
and it's going to be really fucking hard when I do. And I'm going to wake up for two years and have this person in my head, or I'm going to wake up for two years regretting that this thing I lost, whatever it may be, right? And that it will never get that good again. Or that here's, here's the trippier part is that I will not allow myself for it to get that good because I'm so afraid to lose it. And so that was the underlying theme that was going on. And it's, it's a belief that's deep rooted. I believe it's ancestral. I don't believe this is something that just happened from my life experiences. I believe this is something that's been going on generationally of like things could get really good and then we could lose them or we could have, because a lot of my ancestors were farmers and this is why my belief is that this is ancestral and not just a Shelby shit thing is that we were farmers and you know farmers will have a good season crop will be really good you'll have a good income you'll have really secure and then maybe one year things don't go so well and now all of a sudden it was so good last year but now it's not that good and now we have to like hold on to what we have really tightly we have to cling to it and all the things whatever okay you get where I'm going with this so this is how sneaky our beliefs can be it showed up this belief system that I, again, didn't realize wasn't consciously aware of showed up in my relationships because I would choose men that were really, really fucking amazing, but that I didn't have this deep soul connection to because if I had that and then I lost it, I would be really devastated. But if I lost someone that I didn't feel that soul connection to, that was something I really desired. If I lost them, it wouldn't be as hard and I could move on much easier. Do you get how this played out in the relationships? Now, the trippy part is that it didn't just show up in my relationships. And this is why when you uncover a limiting belief you have, or when you uncover your own shit, your own limitations, you get to see where it's actually playing out in all areas of your life. Because then as I'm working through my money shit, and you guys know I've been like, my goal had been last month of hitting 10K. And... There was a part of me, I manifested like $3,000, $3,500 a day. And then there was a part of me that was like, holy fuck, that's a lot of money all at one time. I don't know if I can continue this. I can't maintain this. Da, 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 da. All of this weird energy came up. And what was at the root of that is that I'm going to make a fuck ton of money and I'm going to maintain it for a little bit. And then what if it goes away? And I've now gotten used to this amazing lifestyle and then it's all gone. This is how crazy our limiting beliefs are, you guys. And like the moment I saw all this, I was like, holy shit. But here's the great thing is like now that it's in my conscious and now that I can see it, I get to do something with it. And I get to look at how crazy these beliefs actually are. I get to see that, oh my God, nothing could ever take my abundance away from me. Never, nothing could ever take this feeling of freedom and love and joy away from me because it's already mine. It already lives inside of me. I am the only one that creates limitation. I am the only one that creates the block. And so once I recognize that, I can now look at this and say, I get to allow amazing soul connected human beings into my life. And you guys, I've manifested some sisters now that I cannot explain the soul connection. I feel like one of the girls I met at Gabby Bernstein, past life sister had to have been, I feel connected to her on a level I have not connected 
connected with someone on so instantaneously ever. And along with her, multiple other sisters, there's no explaining that other than I'm shifting this belief that I get to have these deep connections. I get to have this feeling of soul recognition in my life. And it doesn't have to be taken away because it's something that lives inside of me. And so now I can allow the physical manifestation of this feeling inside of me to show up in my life. This is why when the relationships aren't showing up, this is why the, when the money is not showing up, this is why when we're not meeting the partner, we're not getting the jobs we're desiring, we get to look inside and say, what inside of me is not already vibrating at that? What inside of me is not feeling as if it's here? What inside of me doesn't believe I deserve that or doesn't believe I'm worthy of that? And usually that's what it comes down to. So no one can ever take away your love. No one can ever take away your freedom. No one can ever take away your abundance. Those are all things that you get to have. You get to have them regardless of your job. You get to have them regardless of how you look. You get to have them regardless of how you, how your body shape is. You get to have them regardless of your past traumas. You get to have that regardless of your past heartbreaks. You get to have that all, you guys. You get to have it all. And here is the thing that most of us don't realize is that our desires were placed there by the divine. I truly believe this. I don't believe it could feel that good to want something, to desire something, unless it was placed there by something greater than I. And so if I desire this soul connection love, if I desire this deep knowing of like past life soulmate shit to come into my life, if that's the level of love I want, I get to have it because it's already there. It's a desire because it's meant to come into my path. And so in doing that, yes, I get to, I have to release some relationships. I get to let some people go. And that's really fucking hard. I will not deny that that was not an like, I was laying in my bed crying multiple days during that period. And there's a part of me that knows that I was activating a part of my soul that had been laying dormant, that had been waiting for me to wake up to the fact that this wasn't in alignment for me. So what I want to take you guys through in this episode is recognizing the parts of your life where you feel really in alignment and maybe other parts of your life where you're not feeling in quite so in alignment so that you can come back into that alignment and that you can make things really fucking easy for yourself. Because when we're on the path of soul, when we're not creating more resistance for ourselves and we're actually following those desires and those nudges and the inspiration and the little voice, the quiet voice inside our head, not that crazy one that's like, bitch, you can't have that. You're not worthy. All the ego. Yeah. None of that bullshit. But when we follow her, and by her I mean higher self, we get to experience freedom, we get to experience joy, we get to experience ease and flow and grace. We don't have to work so fucking hard. We don't have to do the things we think we have to do because we should. We get to allow our lives to be really fucking easy because when we follow her, we collapse timelines. We don't have to deal with all of this bullshit. It has to take 10 years. It has to take six weeks. It has to take whatever, you know, we collapse the timelines and we allow that shit to show up in our lives a lot more quickly. So here's my step-by-step -step process that I take myself through and that I have taken, I'm out of breath, you guys, I get real excited sharing these messages with you, but that I also take my clients through. Parts of these will be in the soul alignment course. And 
in an expanded version of this. So we're going to go much deeper. We're going to get much more specific to you. We're going to dig into your belief systems that are really holding you back and what your mind is creating for limitation in this course. So this is something that's helpful for you and it resonates. We're going to go so much deeper in the course. So get your booty in there, girlfriend. Um, yes. Okay. So number one, the first step to really knowing if we are on the path of soul is to identify what your soul feels like. And so for me, soul feels like joy. It feels like pure bliss. It feels like this like energy that I can't explain. I feel like I'm in the quantum. I feel like my body is oscillating. I feel connected to everything. I feel this nirvana state. I feel completely free, lit up, and in a state of knowing everything is here for me, supporting me, and I am taking care of. I that is my soul express. So what does it look like to have your soul fully expressed? How do you feel when you know you're in a place of soul alignment? Are you loving everyone? Are you in a pure state of bliss? Maybe you haven't actually experienced that. So you get to imagine what it feels like to be in a place of soul expression, going back to your childhood when you were four or five, before you, you started to pick up on the belief systems around you, even younger than that, probably because we pick up on shit really early. But what did it feel like to be a kid and just be so intuitive and to be in touch with everything around you and to be in love with the world? And what did that really feel like to be a kid if, if you haven't experienced this in your recent life, maybe you felt really free. Maybe you felt super playful. For me, it's like I am booty popping dance parties, dropping it low, but also like super serious conversations. My soul also connects with people on a deeper level. So there's, there's these levels of our soul, but they're all a part of like feeling that knowing of this is who I actually am. So when you think about when your soul's fully expressed, what does that feel like? I encourage you to journal around that. The next thing is what does truth feel like in my body? So when you guys, if you guys have these intuitive hits or these knowings or these gut feelings, again, from the human design episode, we know it comes from different places for different people, but for you, what does that truth feel like in your body? For me, it feels like a resonating, a knowing, like something that I've already talked about with a friend. It feels almost like a deja vu moment of like, oh yeah, I know this. It's like a remembrance for me and when I'm on the path or when I know. Sometimes it's more subtle. Sometimes it's just like, a, oh, I should do that. That feels right. This feels good. You know, when I go live sometime or this episode I'm recording, actually, I was sitting at my desk doing other work and I got this like, you need to talk about this experience you've just had. And I was like, okay, that feels really right. I'll go do that. And that's just like the soul knowing, the soul hits that we get to have. What does a hell yes feel like in my body? Okay, here, I'm going to break this down a little bit more. You probably know what a hell yes feels like. It's like when the chocolate chip cookies are sitting in front of you and you're like, fuck yes, I'm going to devour one of those. Those look delicious. That's a full body hell yes. What else is a full body hell yes? It's like when you decided before you got to the grocery store that you're gonna get front row parking and you're like, hell yes, I know it's there for me. And then you arrive and it's there. That's the full body hell yes of like, this was for me. A full body hell yes could also be like when you find your persons. For, so for those of you who are in your like soulmate relationship, you found your person and it was like an instant of like, this is my person. Full body hell yes. I know this is my person. 
For those of you who quit your jobs and you started your own businesses and you were freaking out before you did it. Maybe it was the scariest thing you've ever done, but when you did it, you had this like wave of like full body, hell yes, this is the best thing I've ever done. Now, what, what I want to expand on the full body hell yes is that anything in your life that is not a full body hell yes is a hell no. And you guys have heard this before. I have talked about it before. But why it's so important is that so many of us go back and forth and we get into the really logical brain of like, well, maybe this or like this, this, this. And we start to calculate and we start to crunch numbers. And it's like, no, if it's not a full body hell yes, it's a hell no. Going back to the relationship I had just left. I was convincing myself and trying to convince everyone else around me that this was the person I was supposed to be with. Y'all, I was like having internal debates about it with myself. Anytime there's internal debates going on about something, it's usually not a hell yes. It's usually a hell no. But you want to convince yourself it's a hell yes because like it pays really good money or like he's just so amazing and he's perfect or Da, 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 da. whatever the whatever you're having that internal debate on if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no right um another example like let's say you're apartment shopping and you know you're going to all these places and you've like seen like six so far and you're like i'm just sick of touring and you come to one and it's like yeah this is okay this could do this could work it has nice amenities da, 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 da. but like something in you is like but it's not the one but you're like you know i'm just gonna sign because it's pretty good like i, I checked all my boxes da, 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 da. <laughs> and then you're like oh shit this wasn't a hell no this was actually a no because three months down the road, you find out that they have water leaks or a mouse infestation. This did not actually happen in real life for me yet, you guys. Knock on wood, it's never going to happen. Why did I say yet? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> this did not happen for me. Although, maybe this is another story for another podcast. I got this like weird, you shouldn't sign a long-term lease when I signed this lease. And I have had the massive download to move to San Diego, like ASAP, I need to be there. <laughs> and here I am in a 13 month lease. So we'll see what happens with that. I will keep you guys updated. But again, it wasn't a hell yes for me to sign a 13 month lease, but it was the logical thing because I saved, you know, a hundred dollars a month and it was the right, da, 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 da. again, bullshit stories we tell ourselves. So if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Next question. What does connection to soul feel like? So again, I'll give you my, my example. My connection to soul feels like when I am walking on a hiking path in the middle of the mountains and I literally can just like feel the energy of the plants around me and I can feel this connectivity to everything around me. And I just feel this pure bliss and this pure joy. And there's not a thought running through my head and I'm just like at complete peace that is what connection to soul feels like. You guys, connection to soul isn't just a connection to yourself because connection to soul, soul is a being. It's, it's us. It's oneness. It's this, we are all connected. We are all love. We are all consciousness. We are, we are all connected. And when we are connected to soul, we feel that connection with everyone around us because we are one. So to me, it feels like that connection to the plants and the beings and the animals and, and my dog <laughs> and the nice man I said hi to on the street this morning, all the things, right? Okay. Um, 
So how do I show up when I'm most connected to this higher self? Again, for me, I am like waving at people. I'm making small talk. I'm saying hello. I'm looking at people in the eye. I'm radiating love to all those around me and I'm impacting them in such a way that their vibration shifts just by being in contact with my vibration. I am confident. I am clear. I am standing in who I am. I am free and joyous. All of those things, that is how I show up. I say the hard things when I am connected to soul because I know it is the right thing. When I'm digging in with my clients, I'm going so much deeper when I'm connected to my soul because I know it's what they need and I know it's what's best for them even when it's hard. I end the relationship even though I love this man and even though it's amazing and even though I miss him dearly because I know that it is not the right one and he is not mine to keep and and it is for the greater good for this relationship to end. That is what it feels like to show up as soul within knowing that I'm fully supported and that only this or something better can happen. So these are the questions I would have you journal around and I'll link those in the show notes. Again, we're going to go much deeper. We're going to get much more layers of this when we get dig into the course, but this is just the start of you understanding what your soul feels like And this is why I titled this Do What Feels Good because you get to decide. Y'all, you get to do anything you want in this life. And for me, I, I, 90 years, 90, 100 years does not feel like a long time. I don't want to waste my time doing shit that does not feel good. Quote unquote, life is too short. I get that there are many lifetimes. This is my belief system. Does not have to be your belief system y'all. But to me, there are many lifetimes. And so I get, I will have more lifetimes to shift things and change things. But for what I get experience in this human experience, in this space, in this time, there is not time for me to dick around doing shit that does not feel good. And every time I have taken the leap and said, holy shit, I'm called to do that. Yes, that feels good. This feels in alignment. This is the relationship I need to move gravitate towards. I need to write this letter. I need to end this business relationship. I need to do this podcast. Whenever I follow that, there's so much alignment and connectivity and I'm always supported in that decision. So the next step to this is noticing areas of your life that do not feel in alignment. The first step to this is witnessing your thoughts and being really honest about your thoughts because you guys, trust me, those thoughts are sneaky. Like, I, I'm mind blown that for whatever, six, eight months, however long I was in this relationship, I literally did not listen to my thoughts. I did not witness the thoughts. I just shoved them down, shoved them down, shoved them down. And again, this relationship was beautiful and it taught me so many lessons and it was what I needed at this point in my life. But my thoughts revealed all along what was really going on. So number one is witnessing your thoughts. I would encourage you to write down throughout the day what your thoughts are. How many times you used to sit at your desk and be like, I wish I didn't have to be here. I wish I could start my own business. I'm only saying this because that is what I did for three years of my life. It wasn't until I took actual action on it that things shifted. But when I did take action on it, it happened rapidly. What else? 
what else shows up? What other thoughts show up of like, is this really the person I'm supposed to end up with? I'm not trying to end all the relationships here, y'all. Because some of you are like, fuck no, this is a full body. Hell yes, my man is my man or woman. But hell yes, it's not. A, it's a hell no. What else is showing up in your life? I actually really desire to be a wealthy woman, but I feel so much shame for not being grateful for what I have and what does that mean about me and, you know, all the stories that we've been told. What are the actual desires underneath that are showing up for you and why are we shoving them down? So how can you tell? Okay, this is the other the other piece of this. If you're sitting here like, well, I feel like I actually am pretty in alignment. If you're numbing out, Again, all my personal experiences, if you are numbing out, if you are watching hours and hours on TV, if you come home exhausted and you just don't want to do anything and you're avoiding conversations or you're avoiding certain things in your life, if you're craving alcohol, you feel like you need a drink, that may be a sign that you're numbing out. There's a whole episode on numbing out. If you're scrolling social media consistently and constantly to avoid, um, I, you know, the other week when I, this breakup was really fresh. I had a night where I was like meal prepping and all I wanted to do was watch a show and the universe was not letting my <laughs> internet work and I was getting so pissed off. I was like refreshing. I was like, motherfucker, let this internet work. And I was getting so angry and so aggravated because all I wanted to do was numb out again, not a conscious thing that was happening, but then I had to like, when the internet really didn't work and all of a sudden I'm almost in tears over not being able to watch a show. I'm like, okay, what's actually coming up for you, Shelby? I was just trying to numb out because I was really sad and I was really lonely and I was really hurt and I was really missing my best friend. Okay. So this is like when that shit happens that you're noticing yourself wanting to numb out and getting frustrated when you cannot numb out <laughs> all my personal experiences. Then we get to look and be like, okay, what do I need to do here? And in that moment, I just needed to be angry, angry that I had to lose my best friend, angry that I would like still this dude from two years ago is popping in my head. I got to be angry and I get to process that. And now I get to move through those emotions and allow them to be gone. And I get to cry and allow that to move through me. So I'm not holding out onto it, but the numbing out again, it's going to come in many shapes and many forms. It may be that you want to be constantly surrounded by people. It may be that you're doing alcohol or drugs. It may be that you are working, overworking really fucking hard, which is something I've also done is like, want to avoid all my emotions. I'm just going to work, work, work. And maybe that you're emotionally stuffing with food, which I've also, because I think I've used every tactic to numb out besides hard drugs, pretty much. Yeah. Drugs in general. Yeah. Pretty much every other numbing out technique, I have been there. So I get to talk about this. Um, but if you're numbing out, that is usually a sign that there's something there that you're not wanting to process, you're not wanting to look at. Something is out of alignment. And here's, here's the last part, is you get to decide what you do with that information. Yes, I would recommend turning off the TV or staying in for a night instead of drinking or being surrounded by people or, you know, locking the social media apps on your phone for a few hours and really just journaling and digging in. And what I usually do is intuitive writing of like, what am I avoiding right now? And just allowing whatever to flow out into the paper to flow out. 
And when we start to do that, we get to see, holy shit, there's a lot of things that aren't in alignment or, oh my God, it was just the simple thing that's not feeling in alignment or I'm just actually feeling really angry because of the situation that I never processed or I never used my power and never vocalized. But then you get to decide what you do with the information that comes forward for you. I always pray when I know something is out of alignment, I pray. I'm like, God, universe, source, whatever you want to use, please show me what it is that needs to be healed within. Please allow whatever needs to come forward to come forward. I think there's more subconscious work for me to do. So this is like my friend Sapna recommended I start praying every morning. Like, will you, like universe, God, reveal to me what needs to come forward. There's some subconscious work, subconscious work I need to do. And then once that comes forward, we get to decide what we do with it. It's my personal philosophy that I do not have time to dick around with things that aren't in full alignment for me because I know my soul's potential. I know my soul's purpose and I know my soul's freedom and joy is really reliant on me following my soul's path. But you get to decide, does being in the less aligned relationship feel really good right now and you're not ready to let go of that and that's okay. You get to decide what your life looks like. And you get to decide if soul alignment is your ultimate truth. For some people, being in something that's not fully in alignment, but that makes them happy in this moment is more important than chasing the truth. But at the end of the day, you get to decide. The other piece of this, though, is don't allow yourself, if you're only deciding out of fear, don't allow yourself to get caught up in the, but I love this man, and he's great, and he's amazing, and he's pretty fucking hot, and he has abs, and we have all the similar <laughs> interests. I'm speaking from very personal experience. What, like, what if I let him go and nothing better comes along? That's bullshit, you guys. It's this or something better. We decide what we're available for, and I am only available for this or something better. Now I know many pieces of what I want. Thank you for all my past relationships for making me very clear on what it is I will allow and what it is I will decide to have in my life in the future. I know that I want a man that treats me like a queen. I know that I want a man who is good to me, who is honest, who is honorable, who is amazing but also lights my soul on fire and creates passion and knows me on a cellular soul level. I get to decide that, right? I don't need to become available for anything less than that any longer because all of my desires get to be fulfilled. I'm no longer, I am no longer available for less than 10K months. I've decided I'm not available to make less than that and if anything else shows up in my life, I get to see where I'm creating the limitation and the lack because I get to have whatever it is I desire and that anything is possible. We live in the world of literally any desire we want can be granted. Any desire we have is available for us. Any option for our life is laid out in the quantum field. You get to, to decide which one you're calling in. So you get to decide if everything is available to you. If you are fully supported in any desire you have, do I want to stay in what is or do I want to move towards what's better? Do I want to stay in the job that's okay because it's safe and secure or do I want to take the risk and say, hell yes, this is what I want. want. This is what my soul wants. This is what's going to light me up and I know this is the path I'm meant to be on. You get to decide.
Your life is your decision. You came here. Yes, you absolutely came here with a plan. Your soul came here with a blueprint. Your soul came here with lessons that it wanted this contrast. It came here with things that it wanted to do. But you in your human form get to decide if that's what you end up doing. We also get to deal with the karma of those decisions. <laughs> I don't believe we get <laughs> That's a decision, discussion for another podcast. But we get to decide. At the end of the day, anything is available for you. Do not let the fear, do not let the limitation, do not let the voice of others sway you from anything, from then, anything other than what you really want for your life. And remember, you get to have it all. Okay, I think that's all I had for you. That was kind of like deep and tangenty episode. If it was helpful for you, if it is something that had an impact on you, if you've had some shifts just during this episode or you do after while you're journaling and working these things out, please do share this with a friend, you guys. This is the shit that more of the world needs to hear. This is the shit that I think is really fucking important. And I think if we can get more people hearing this message, it will have a ripple effect. Also, if you have not yet rated or and or reviewed the podcast, please do so. Um, this is how it gets into the hands and the eyes of more listeners, and it's just really appreciated, y'all. Like, really, really, really appreciated. So, okay. That's all I'm going to say. I love you. I love you. And everything we talked about is in the show notes as well as the ascension, not the ascension, the whole activation. Everything else is ascension in my mind. The soul activation course. So I'd love to see you in there. I would love to help guide you on this journey. I would be so honored to be a part of it. And I hope I do see you in there.